G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, yesterday, the Cairns MP in Queensland, Rob Pine, he withdrew two abortion-to-birth bills uh, in uh, Queensland. Now, if you're a regular listener to 2020, you'll know that we've devoted quite a lot of discussion to these two bills Uh, because they've threatened to bring Queensland, the state of Queensland, uh, in line with some of the dreadful abortion law levels that we've seen in some other states like Victoria and Tasmania and in the ACT, allowing abortion right up until birth. So there is certainly some reason to celebrate when there is the withdrawal of those bills because that is something of a win. Graham Preston, long-time pro-life advocate, joining us for his impressions as to the withdrawal of these two bills. A special welcome back to 2020 to you, Graham Preston. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Neil. Well, Graham, uh, hit us with your impression. Uh, how do you feel when this thing, this sort of thing, happens uh, this week? As Rob Pine has withdrawn those bills uh, from the uh, the threat that that brought to uh, abortion laws in Queensland, what are your feelings? Yes, well, uh, obviously he, he decided that it was better to pull them out rather than lose them, lose the vote on the floor of the parliament when it became clear that uh, the LNP were all going to vote as a block against his bills, plus four of the Labor people had said they were also going to vote against it, it became evident that the bill were, both bills would be defeated and uh, he clearly didn't want to have that on the record, so he pulled them out. So it was good that he decided that uh, there wasn't the support for them and... Uh, They've been withdrawn. So, yes, we're very happy with that. Now, credit where credit is due. Uh, Tell me your thoughts on the LNP because they decided to vote as a block against these abortion bills. Uh, Your thoughts on on the solidarity, the stance of the LNP in Queensland? Well, I have a little bit of a mixed feeling. Uh, It's good that they did. I hope that meant that they were all against it and that none of them were compelled to vote against it. Uh, because with this, we wouldn't want it to see it to work the other way, that any political party was forced to vote in favour of an abortion bill. So in a way, uh, we would prefer to see abortion bills have a conscience vote so that all parliamentarians can vote according to their conscience. Um, and so in this instance, it's worked in our favour, but we would hate to see any um, compulsion for MPs to vote a certain way on such an important bill being used to go against us in the future. So uh, we do think that this is an issue that MPs should have a conscience vote on and we would hope their consciences always tell them to vote against such bills. So Rob Pine's withdrawn these bills and as you reflect uh, with the intent that it's better to withdraw them than to have them defeated, uh, it is therefore a win, but can those bills then be reintroduced at a later time? Is that a possibility? Well, in principle, yes. There's nothing to stop him going ahead and introducing a new bill tomorrow if he wanted to. We don't think that's going to happen. 
because immediately the bills were withdrawn yesterday. The Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, said that the Labor Party would put the current law before the Queensland Law Reform Commission and get their recommendations as to whether or not the current law should be changed. And she has committed the ALP to introducing any recommendations the Law Reform Commission makes if the ALP gets returned to Parliament after the next election. And so with that promise, I think that will probably dissuade Rob Pine from introducing a further bill at the moment. And that means that until the next election is held, there will probably be a drop in pressure from the pro-abortionists because they will wait to see what the outcome of that will be, what recommendations the Law Reform Commission makes. Now, that doesn't give us much joy because in other states where their Law Reform Commissions have made recommendations about abortion, they haven't been good. And so if the Queensland Law Reform Commission follows the path of similar groups in other states, then it is quite likely that they will make a recommendation for at least some degree of decriminalisation of abortion. And so it would then be a case of whether Labor gets into power again, because if they don't, well, they wouldn't be able to implement that. <clears throat> the pressure would then be on the LNP to implement it. And uh, we would hope, given what they've just done now, that they wouldn't implement any such things. But um, with politics, you can never assume anything and time tells. So it is a week to feel relief, even to celebrate, but you recognise it won't be the end of the battle uh, for the lives of babies in the womb because of uh, the uh, law reform uh, issues and uh, recommendations that might come from that commission. Uh, So the battle continues, Graham. Absolutely, and I think the thing is that listeners need to appreciate that, um, that even though this, you know, the attempt to legalise abortion in Queensland has failed at the moment. Paradoxically, the abortion clinics were open in Queensland this morning. So even though clearly they are operating illegally because, you know, the law wasn't passed to make their activities legal, they're still actively operating. And so it's not as if there's no abortions happening here in Queensland. They openly do so. There's 15 places around the state that openly state that, yes, if you want an abortion, come to us. And so they continue to operate unhindered. The the government, the police will do nothing about them as they haven't done for the last 30 years. And uh, so, yes, abortion continues unhindered in this state, despite the fact that clearly these places are not functioning within the law. And, uh, and, and so, yes, we could be very happy that these bills have been knocked back at the moment, but pro-lifers, Christians need to appreciate that abortion continues unabated and we must not rest on our laurels and think, well, we've had a win and we can stop. We must be prepared to continue to advocate and speak up for the unborn all the time. What are your feelings there for uh, Graham? Because it is a criminalised activity there in Queensland and uh, you're saying that for the last 30 years, and it'll continue today because those doors of of abortion clinics will remain open today, uh, that that law enforcement doesn't, in fact, enforce the law uh, and is not compelled to by the government of the day. We're talking about a Labor government in Queensland. So what are your feelings about about, uh, that uh, that anomaly? 
Yeah, well, it should be of great concern to everybody who believes in the rule of law in a society where you have laws in place. They need to be enforced because that just breaks down respect for the law. If you have a law and everybody knows that it's just a blind eye is turned to the breach of it, then everybody loses respect for law. I mean, if we never had enforcement of speed limits on our roads, I'm sure there'd be a lot more speeding going on in our roads. That's the same with this. There's a law against abortion in Queensland, not enforced, and so people have little respect for the law. And so we are very unhappy that we have this situation where the government and police just turn a blind eye to what goes on in these places. Okay, there has been something of a turning tide uh, because of Donald Trump and his stance against abortion, or at least the foreign aid of the United States going to support uh, what is called Planned Parenthood International, which is a like a global abortion, pro-abortion advocate. Uh, the interesting thing, Graham, and you'd be across this too, is that uh, is that late last month, uh, our government, uh, Julie Bishop, our foreign minister, uh, led the gifting of $9.5 million to uh, global abortion advocate Planned Parenthood International, almost filling the void of what Donald Trump uh, withdrew funds from. And there's been other countries around the world that have tried to fill that void too, which is it's a pro-abortion uh, issue, yeah. this Planned Parenthood. Uh, any thoughts about turning tides in Australia? Because when our government is using our foreign aid uh, to actually pay for abortions in other countries, uh, that probably makes someone like you uh, get a little hot under the collar. Oh, yes, it's to our great shame that our money is being used for such purposes. And, uh, yes, it is a terrible thing to call it foreign aid when we are assisting people to kill their children. And uh, so instead of helping them in real genuine ways to offer this sort of assistance is complete hypocrisy. And, uh, yes, it is a terrible, terrible thing. And, Graham, uh, the latest on your own challenges, and uh, for listeners who hear us talk semi-regularly, they'll know that you have, in fact, here in Australia, been jailed six times because of your pro-life stance. Uh, latest uh, legal issues with yourself? Uh, any more court uh, appearances well, coming up? Yes, the only one I am currently engaged with is in Tasmania against their bubble zone legislation, which means that people can't say anything against abortion within 150 metres of places where abortions are done. So I was convicted of, of standing within that zone last year and uh, fined, and that is currently going to appeal in the Tasmanian Supreme Court, but we still don't have a date set for when that will be done, held. Uh, Graham, it's an interesting thing that, that you raise uh, with these bubble zone uh, issues. And uh, when you say uh, it used to be that uh, you couldn't protest within a certain uh, per perimeter around uh, an abortion clinic, and, and those laws have even been tightened to say you can't even talk about uh, abortion within those, those limits. Is there a freedom of speech issue in all of this as well? An, an ability, you know, what uh, uh, thought police trying to dictate what you can think about, what you can speak about, uh, but even where you can speak about those things. What are your feelings about the whole issue Absolutely. of freedom of speech? Oh, yes. Well, that's the angle on which our lawyers are going to be arguing in on our appeal that um, the Tasmanian law is suppressing freedom of speech in this country. And so ultimately we hope that the case will end up in the High Court so that any ruling would have effect on the whole country because 
both Tasmania, I mean, Victoria and the ACT have followed Tasmania and introduced similar bubble zones. Rob Pine's second bill would have introduced bubble zones here in Queensland. And so it's spreading around the country and uh, we want to have this defined at uh, a national level in the High Court to say that all such bubble zone legislation is unconstitutional and suppression of freedom of speech. So that's where we hope our case will eventually go and uh, will result in them being overturned in every state. Well, no doubt there's room for more supporters for what you are doing, Graham Preston, standing up for the unborn and as courageously, as fearlessly as you have done for so many years now. I'll give people a website where they can get some more detail, perhaps some some resources on some of the issues that have been going on. Uh, Protect-life.info. It's protect-life.info. That's where you can be in touch with Graham Preston, no doubt, an extra supporter or two wouldn't go amiss. Uh, so if you wanted to support Graham, uh, you'd be more than welcome. But today, Graham, uh, don't want to... Uh, I mean, yes, we've discussed that there is an ongoing battle, but it shouldn't be missed, should it, this week, that it is a time of, uh, of relief and of celebration because the fact that those two pine bills were withdrawn from uh, being tabled in the Queensland Parliament, this is a day of celebration. It is a win, and uh, we should feel good about that. Is that the thought that you have? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. We must make the most of it. There's not too many wins, so, yes, we make the most of this one and uh, use it as encouragement to press on. Okay. Graham Preston, uh, protect-life.info. Graham, always appreciate your insights in, in these updates that we do. And uh, God's richest blessing on you as you continue in, in the battle for the lives of the unborn. Thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.